You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 208. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. This is Kim Eagle, and today we are going to talk about 10 tips for a healthier Thanksgiving. And yes, I'm talking to you if you don't want to be up on the scale five pounds on Friday, right? These are 10 easy tips you can put into play, and honestly, even if you've heard them before, you will think of me Thanksgiving evening at your feast several times if you check out the podcast episode today. Now, before we get started, last reminder, the Earn That Body Holiday Challenge starts December 7th. I only have a few spots left. It is a two-week challenge to help you not put on any more weight during this COVID period, but more importantly, no weight gain during the holiday season in December. Such a hard time of year, so many temptations. I've put together a super fun two-week challenge with five to 15-minute workouts, videos for your core, cardio strength, all of which can be added on to whatever you normally do. So it's not like you have to stop your fitness routine. These can be added on, again, to help inspire you and give you nutrition challenges, self-love challenges, so much fun, and a great group of people that will help encourage you through those two weeks. Check it out, earnthatbody.com. There's a link right on that page. You always can email me, kim at earnthatbody.com, and I can send you the link as well. So we're going to be talking today about 10 tips for a healthier Thanksgiving. Now, I have also done this as a blog post because some people are blog post readers and some people are podcast listeners. So if you're a blog post reader and you'd prefer to read this or be able to sort of keep the link so you can refer to it, just go to the blog on earnthatbody.com. We're going to talk about 10 things you can do, 10 things you can think about on Thursday coming up, Thanksgiving Day, so that you can really walk away from the holiday feeling your best instead of feeling your worst. Now, I don't know about you, but I got so tired in the last 48 years of having Thanksgivings of feeling so awful after the Thanksgiving feast. I was always feeling like, I couldn't wait to unbutton my pants. Sometimes I would eat to the point of feeling pain in my stomach, but I would keep eating because it tasted so good. I know you've all been there too, but I really got to a point where I just didn't want to feel that way anymore. I didn't want to feel gassy all night long. I didn't want to feel like I had some kind of food coma the next day. And so I went ahead and made these gradual changes over the years into the point where I can totally enjoy Thanksgiving now and feel good at the same time. So I'm going to share all of my tips with you after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, we are talking about is bottled water safer? Coming to you from the Consumer Reports on Health publication. Is bottled water safer? The answer to this question might surprise you. Now, a lot of people have been buying a lot of bottled water in the recent months. 
During March, amid fears that the coronavirus might affect water supplies, which did not happen, bottled water sales were 57% higher than at the same time the prior year. Now, 40% of Americans believed bottled is safer than tap, according to nationally representative 2019 Consumer Reports survey of over 4,200 U.S. adults. But Consumer Reports 2019 review of water quality test reports from companies and regulatory agencies and our own spot tests of bottled products found that 6% of brands had a contaminant that exceeded state or federal limits. For tap water, the statistics are similar. Just over 7% of community water systems regulated by the Environmental Protection Agency had at least one violation of a health-based standard, such as exceeding a contaminant limit. What consumers might not realize is that most bottled water sold in the U.S. comes from the same municipal sources that supply tap water. Coca-Cola, for example, buys, treats, and bottles municipal water from cities such as Detroit to make its Dasani water. Pepsi's Aquafina is created the same way. Bottled water from municipal supplies may be, quote, certified, which means further treated, sometimes through a process called reverse osmosis. But this doesn't mean bottled water is of higher quality than water from the tap. And what we know about what's in bottled water is actually quite limited. If you have concerns about municipal water in your area, you can check local water reports, get more bottled water at consumerreports.org forward slash bottled water for more information. Kind of interesting, right? A lot of people do think that that bottled water is this purified water. It's the best water. It's the healthiest water. And it's not necessarily true. So if there's nothing wrong with your tap water at home, and again, you can get that tested if you have concerns, go ahead and fill up your own canister at home before you go out instead of always reaching for that plastic bottle, which is having so many environmental effects as well by using all the plastic. I know I personally made it my mission this year to not be grabbing so many plastic water bottles. It is easy to do, but I now have my pretty pink bottle <laughs> that I take out and I always fill it up and put it in the car before I go out. So not only are you doing the environment a favor by not having bottled water, but potentially you're doing your body a favor because it's not actually necessarily a safer water. Now let's get to the Thanksgiving tips. And I'm going to tell you right now, what you're going to love even more than this podcast episode is next week's podcast. Because next week, we are going to talk about the detox program that you can do. I shouldn't say program. I should say the detox tips that you can follow in case you do feel like you overdid it on Thanksgiving. So I'm going to walk you through next week everything you can do to feel awesome as quickly as possible without doing a fad diet. So promise me, whatever happens this weekend for Thanksgiving, just promise me that on Monday, you're gonna listen to the Earn That Body podcast and not go on an extreme fad diet thinking it's going to save you. Okay, 10 tips so that you can enjoy Thanksgiving without feeling bloated. How great would that be? The first thing you need to do 
is you need to eat a normal day of food. You don't want to starve yourself all day on Thanksgiving Day in anticipation of having so many calories at dinner. And so many people do that. They starve literally all day long because they just want to enjoy Thanksgiving. They want to feel hungry for it. And they want to feel like, oh, well, if I didn't eat all day, I can max out at night. But you do not want to go into Thanksgiving dinner feeling hungry. Because if you do that, you are going to absolutely binge eat everything you can. And it's going to cause so much havoc in your body. Instead, have a normal breakfast that day, then have your normal snack, then have lunch, potentially another snack before you even go to dinner. Show up to Thanksgiving ready for dinner, but not starving for it. If you do that, you will probably cut and save like a thousand unhealthy calories. I kid you not. That's number one. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to have a normal day of exercise. So I do think it's really important that you exercise on Thanksgiving Day. And I don't care if that is a one hour walk. It doesn't have to be extreme, but I do think you should move your body so that you can burn a few calories. However, what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to go work out for three hours thinking, I just burned all these calories, so now I can eat three hours of burned calories extra. It doesn't work that way. You're never gonna be able to work off a bad diet, and you wanna know why you know that? Because you've already tried it. We've all tried it. If it worked, we'd all be fine because we'd all just work out a ton and then eat anything we want. But as you know, it doesn't work that way. So yes, get in a solid workout for Thanksgiving Day, I'd say an hour is all you need. And if you want to push it, I would say do an hour of cardio because you're going to burn the most calories that way. So maybe save the strength training for a different day in the week, but do an awesome one hour cardio workout on Thanksgiving day and then be done. Don't feel like you have to do more because you're going to eat more. No, just have a normal day of food. Anything more than just that one hour is really just going to create more hunger, more stress on the body, and a much higher chance of binge eating at that feast. And it's just not necessary. You don't have to kill yourself with exercise to eat a Thanksgiving meal in moderation, okay? So just do that normal exercise, get it in, and as I said, I do recommend a cardio workout, but for you that might even be a power walk. It doesn't have to be some extreme bike ride or some extreme run. It can be a walk as well. Now the third thing I really think is important is I want you to have a plan. If you are trying to watch your weight right now, I want you to go into Thanksgiving dinner with a true plan. Literally, think right now about what holiday foods you enjoy the most and which things you can easily skip. You know, there's always things that you're like, eh, I don't really love that one, but you put it on your plate and you end up eating it anyway. If you don't really love that one, just don't even put it on your plate, all right? Um, if there is a particular food item you always 
overeat. Maybe tell a friend or your partner or your spouse to help you not go back for seconds this year, right? I know for me, I love Thanksgiving stuffing, but I don't need more than one serving of it, right? So I'm going to make sure in my plan that I have my one serving. And sometimes just telling your partner or your husband, your spouse, Sometimes just telling someone, hey, can you kind of keep an eye on me? I don't want to overdo it today. Is that, Sometimes that's the only accountability that you need. All right? So don't be afraid to ask for a little accountability from a partner, from a family member. Uh, and that would go for how many cocktails you might want to, right? And whatever it is, think of your plan and commit to it because it will be worth it the next day. Number four. I personally recommend you skip the appetizers. Again, if you're trying to watch your waistline, you're trying not to gain weight, you're maybe on a earn that body, you know, weight loss program right now, skip the appetizers. You usually walk in the door of someone's house or your own house this year, hopefully for Thanksgiving because of COVID. You don't need a million appetizers before you eat this enormous dinner, right? So if I told you how many times I ate all the cheese and crackers and all the veggies and dip and all the hot appetizers before Thanksgiving dinner even started, and then we sat down for dinner and I was literally usually full. I wasn't even hungry at that point. I mean, who can be hungry after all those appetizers? But I still sat down and ate a full meal. And those were back in the days when I definitely weighed more and never felt as good as I feel today. So I personally think skip the appetizers. I don't think they're worth it. I would rather you save those calories for the actual dinner. And again, you won't regret it. The next morning, you're not going to wake up and think, oh, I really wish I had more appetizers. It just doesn't happen. Number five, water to cocktail ratio. Are you ready? If you really want to feel awesome on Friday after Thanksgiving, you do have to limit your alcohol intake. Now, hopefully you already told your partner, family member, or friend how many cocktails you're going to have, right? If you need that accountability, please ask for it. No one is going to not help you with that, all right? They're going to look at you with that little eye and be like, hmm, I thought you said two, and it might save you. But now I want you to commit to one glass of water for every cocktail that you have. Because this is not only gonna help hydrate you, it's also gonna fill you up quite a bit. And that means you won't eat so much dinner, right? So it's a great way to get full faster, not overdo it with so many calories. Staying hydrated while you're drinking cocktails definitely helps you feel better as well because cocktails can be very dehydrating. So anytime you have a cocktail, you have to drink a full glass of water too. Number six, the one plate rule. Now let's face it, you're full after one plate of food. One plate of food, like go ahead and fill up your plate. Fill it up to the, uh, the perimeter of the border of the plate, but don't fill it like two stories high. Let's just be rational with our one plate. If you were to fill your plate with a little serving of everything, I know that the majority of us will feel full from that amount of food. Now, does that mean you don't want more? Well, that's a whole different question. Feeling full, not having hunger, check out last week's podcast if you missed it about hunger and cravings, but feeling full is different than wanting more. 
And of course, you likely want more. I can't tell you how many Thanksgiving foods I absolutely love and I will want more of, right? There's some foods that you just love and you want more. But guess what? You can have more tomorrow. You can have leftovers potentially, right? Maybe you have it then, but you don't have to like stuff your plate six feet high because you want more, 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 because this is not your last dinner. You are going to eat again. It's hopefully not your last Thanksgiving too. So a little serving of everything, filling your plate and enjoying a little bit of everything in that plate is really all you need. Cause then I can pretty much assure you if you eat slowly and you relax, you are gonna feel full after one plate. So try to stick to the one plate rule. And again, you're not gonna wake up the next day and say, I really wish I ate two more plates. You're never gonna say that, but you are gonna say, I wish I hadn't eaten those two last plates. That's generally how it works. So try to stick to the one plate rule. Number seven, I really want this for you. I want you to slow down and I want you to be present. A great way to help rule number six, which is the one plate rule, is to slow down and be really present. How often do you fill your plate, eat super fast, and before you know it, the plate is empty and you don't even really remember what you ate? Yeah, happens to me, it's happened before. Slow down, savor each Thanksgiving bite, each Thanksgiving serving, savor them. Be present in each bite. And when we can do this, what happens is all of a sudden, you can also feel what being full feels like because you're present in your body. And when we are speed eating and not present, we don't even really check in to see how we feel. And that's when that top button of the jeans starts to get unbuttoned and you're zipping the pants down underneath the... (laughs) underneath the table there because your jeans are too tight and you wish you wore that skirt with the elastic waistband, right? Been there. We've all been there. So slow down and be present. Number eight, dessert your desserts. Well, what does that mean? Well, I'm not telling you you can't have dessert, but do you really need all of the desserts? I don't know about you, but I've been to many Thanksgiving feasts where there were like five different desserts on the table. So you have a couple options. Can you pick one and have a small serving and enjoy it or a little sliver of a few? So that means a sliver, not even a full serving of each one because even that will just be too much. I mean, remember, I know you're not even hungry at this point. At this point, we all just want a little something sweet because it tastes so good and Thanksgiving desserts are awesome and I totally get that. So either have one dessert, one serving, or a little sliver, a little bite of a few different desserts, but then hand it over to your partner or put your napkin on top of it and just be done. Or sometimes what I like to do is just share with my husband. I say, go get a few things and I'll have a few bites. You don't have to have a full plate of five different desserts right in front of you. Especially if you're someone who normally would clear your plate if you do that, then just share with your partner or have a few bites. I once heard that you only truly, I don't know if this is true, they say you only truly enjoy the first like three to four bites of a sweet dessert. And after that, you're just eating it to eat it. So enjoy those first few bites for the flavor and then move on. Number nine, I want you to have some hot 
T. You're probably like, huh? Yes. If you can have a cup of hot tea after a big meal like this, you're likely to aid digestion at this point. Even plain hot water can help and can be really soothing after a big meal. So it really truly might help you feel better and help you digest a little sooner. One warning I have though is please make sure it's an herbal tea so you are not up all night due to caffeine. Green tea has a lot of caffeine so don't be having green tea after your dinner. But some kind of hot tea or sometimes just a little hot water with lemon in it is a great soothing way to end a big meal. And number 10, the last thing I really want you to do is I want you to enjoy the company that you're with. Thanksgiving is a holiday that is typically about giving thanks, being thankful for all the blessings we have been giving. Take the time to really enjoy whoever you're with at Thanksgiving this year, whether it's family, whether it's friends, count your blessings. It's been a really hard year. And this might be the year you don't get to share with family because of COVID. I'm not gonna get to see my family, which is a heartbreak for me, but I will be with my husband and my son and I will appreciate every minute of their company. So really take the time this Thanksgiving to count the blessings that you do have. Again, it's been a hard year and instead of focusing on all that we don't have or who we cannot be with, Let's make Thanksgiving about being thankful for all the good in our life. So these are the 10 tips I personally follow. And if you can give these a try and even accomplish half of them, you are likely to feel a whole lot better the next day when you have to go shopping, right? <laughs> so follow the 10 tips. Do your very best. I am wishing you and your loved ones a wonderful, healthy Thanksgiving this year. As I said, with a year like this one, I think we can all agree that being grateful for what we do have is sometimes the only thing that we can rock right now. So have a very happy Thanksgiving. I will meet you back here next week so I can then help you sort of detox in case you do overdo it. Or sometimes it's just a long holiday weekend and maybe you eat out a little more than you're used to or you just have a little too many uh, leftovers. I'm gonna tell you on Monday how to dial it in so fast that you don't miss a beat, that you don't gain weight, that you don't have to jump on a fad diet or starve yourself. I'm gonna help you do it the right way. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Thank you.